What's up? What's up? What is up, everyone? Hello, and we're going to Critically Aroused, the podcast where we ask, do we even need film critics? And then we review a movie. My name is Blaine Andrews, and we are coming to you hot at 12 o'clock at night Woo-hoo! to give you a podcast while we're a little drunk and quite a sleepy. So, <laughs> wow, so speak for yourself. I'm at peak performance right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you are. I'm sure you Don't. are. <laughs> and today we are going to be talking about Reminiscence, the new film written and directed by Lisa Joy, who I will expand on in just a little bit, and starring Hugh Jackman, Rebecca Ferguson, Thandie Newton, and Cliff Curtis, and Daniel Wu. And yeah, so that's what we're going to be talking about today, is that Reminiscence, and this movie is streaming on... HBO Max right now currently, so it's pretty easy for you to check out if you want to watch it, and it's also in theaters, I think, as well. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it really? is. Yeah, I think so. I think it was one of those dual releases, but it's interesting because this was one of those, it seems like they made it a very quiet release, as opposed to all these others that have been launching in theaters and stuff, and they've been like a, made kind of a big deal about it, if you think about like Space Jam. But, or but right. I will say it's kind of funny, the first time I heard of this movie, we were sitting in a bar, Yeah, and it was a trailer on TV. Yeah, and I just saw it in silence. Or I couldn't, you know, yeah. the sound was off, and I was like, "Huh, what is that?" Yeah, because I still haven't seen a trailer for this. I haven't seen any advertisements personally. Like I, yeah, like it's been quiet even after seeing it. I'm just like, I like, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. So I'm curious to see if this is being seen or talked about or anything, or if they, if this is one they were weirdly shoved under the rug or what, because. Um, the thing is they actually do have a pretty good ongoing relationship with Lisa Joy because if you didn't know, actually Lisa Joy is the wife of Jonathan Nolan, the brother of Christopher Nolan. Hmm. Huh. So, and actually Jonathan, 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 transition. Yes. Jonathan, Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy are actually the, main master my master hands see like i said 12 just o'clock at night a little drunk. yes just a little bit they are the masterminds behind the westworld tv show really? right i did yes. see that yeah well i saw that she was huh. the she director is... and producer of westworld yes well and actually she's only directed one episode of Westworld, but she has written and produced. Oh, that's so tricky. That's yeah. Such, such tricks, these nisses. It, it is. And actually, I didn't realize she was one of the main minds behind one of my favorite shows and where she got her start was actually Pushing, pushing Daisies. Hmm. So... I about said pussy daisies. <laughs> pussy daisies. <laughs> yeah, that's a great yep. So uh, from that, but which is a actually another fantastic show. So she's got an interesting kind of career here, and I, I don't want to like totally tether her to Chris and Jonathan, but this was totally her own deal here mm-hmm. um, that she did separate of them. But I, I just did find it really interesting that yeah. this is her technically her directorial debut hmm. so and i actually i failed to introduce matt verlack hey everybody and christopher kaus hi they're here per use i'm here and uh, we're doing our thing so yeah we will talk about this film more in depth and do our review and everything in just a little bit we're gonna skirt over just a little bit of news not much at all and then what we've been watching streaming all that fun stuff see if you guys might want to check out some of the stuff we've been watching lately and then we'll get into the review so we'll go ahead and do that and then we'll come on back into reminiscence before we all fall asleep or pass out drunk so (laughs) (laughs) both 
Yeah, all of the above. So, yeah, uh, as far as the news goes, there was only two things I was going to talk about. And one of which was some news that dropped last week, I think, technically, or maybe early this week. But and it was that, that Warner Brothers has announced that slash DC that they are working on yet another DC movie. And as we know, this happens every week, mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's that apparently they are working on a Black Canary movie for HBO Max. Oh, nice. So are yeah. they using... They are using Journey Smollett. Okay. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Which, and she was one of the best parts of the Birds of Prey movie. She was fantastic. Yeah. The only thing that is baffling me about this decision, I was very excited, and then I saw one little tidbit of information, which is that they have decided to tether her with, which, and if you know, she was on Lovecraft Country, mm -hmm. the show that did not end up doing well because it was racist as shit, um, but <laughs> uh, they... they actually ended up once again tethering her to the director of Lovecraft Country, which was canceled after the first season. Hmm. And so I'm just really hoping that none of the trash that was part of Lovecraft Country gets brought into this Birds of Prey or, well, this Black Canary movie. Because the thing was, that was one of the things that was great about Birds of Prey. There was no political undertones or anything really in that movie outside of just like lady power you know right which is fine fucking whatever yeah. like that's not political really like right. d depending on how you handle it and this movie that movie was handled pretty well but so i'm just hoping that they don't try to shove a bunch of that stuff into this movie simply because it's a black female lead and mm -hmm. and this director and then they feel the need to shove all this stuff in there where it could just be a movie about this character being awesome. Well, see, that's the thing. I don't know much about this character. Yeah. In general. So I will say with, like, uh, Lovecraft Country, they did kind of follow the source material. Mm -hmm. That was the Agreed. whole purpose of that book mm -hmm. was to be counter, like, H.P. Lovecraft while yeah. also, like, emulating H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah. So I'm hoping that with the DC material that they have for this character that they don't like. Yeah. Overdo it with like race politics. I mean, well, if they're sticking to the character, they won't do it at all because literally that character is normally a white character. Yeah. So <laughs> like she's, uh -huh. she's the first version of this character that wasn't mm -hmm. a white character. So if they're going about subject <laughs> material, then it shouldn't be in it at all. But you know, who knows? I just hope that they don't because I think that this movie could be fantastic. She was an excellent actress. She did a great job in Birds of Prey. And, like, this could just specifically be about that character. It doesn't have to yeah, be about race. Yeah, and it seemed race. like a very interesting character. Yeah, she was great. So I'm hoping they don't, you know. And she's just, uh, she, yeah, she just had a, a very strong on screen presence. I mean, she was actually one of the best parts about Lovecraft Country as well. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I hope that they do this right, but it's DC, so they'll probably shit the bed. What they should um, do is make it a musical <laughs> since it's, right. that's her superpower. Right. And there you go. That would be interesting. It actually go would like be superhero go musical. super trippy with it, though, like in Judge Dredd, where they were taking the drugs. And they were yeah. saying, like, colors and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, it gets super weird with it. Kind of like some of the weird Harley Quinn stuff that they did, like, in Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. The and flowers. The flowers and everything. And yeah, they could do some interesting stuff with this. I hope it's good. You know, I really hope that they they think it out and try and... Because the, the thing is, what keeps showing up is the fact that when they inject all of this 
very aggressive political stuff in things, it doesn't succeed. Like, for example, Lovecraft Country, it failed hard. Sometimes it does. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't. But, like, Lovecraft Country, mm-hmm. you would have thought, like, and we watched it, like, it, a lot of it was actually still really good as far as, like, Lovecraft-style material. But that stuff was so unbearable that it made it unwatchable. Right. You're getting beat over the head yeah. with race issues yeah. continuously. It just makes you not want to watch something. Like, exactly. We watch... TV and movies to get away from things. Yeah. Especially when you're watching like sci fi, horror, <laughs> yeah. fantasy stuff. It's not superhero to, movies. Right. Like you, you watch these to escape. It's an escapism. Sure. Yeah. Agreed. So I'm really curious to see what they do with this, but I am excited that she's getting a project and she's going to get deleted and she's yeah. an awesome job. And that's the thing. So DC's riding a high right now, I feel. Yeah. They've yeah. put out several good movies. Yeah. They're actually doing well <laughs> which is i know it's a crazy thing yeah, for me to say because half their shit sucks <laughs> but they put out several good movies yeah in a row mm-hmm. which gasp yeah so hopefully they keep they, they keep Seriously. it going no man let them <laughs> let them just uh i mean i don't expect much from dc still yeah. they, they have a they lot of like will. work to do to earn my trust yeah like to be like oh yeah they're doing great they're you're gonna good movies every single time it's it's very difficult when you're running up next to marvel who just has like hit after hit after hit and even, even they're, they're not yeah yeah even things that are like oh, this isn't as good it's still like this was still a good movie yeah if i took it out of the marvel universe yeah Exactly. So I'm curious to see what happens, but I did want to bring it up and talk about it. And I did find it interesting that they said it was going to be an HBO Max movie. And it sounds like they're going that way with quite a few of the DC projects, like with Green Lantern and several of these other. They're coming out with another Green Lantern uh, series. Yeah. 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 Hmm. So they're they're doing a lot through HBO Max itself. And I mean, it's like Titans has been a huge success and that's not even part of their DC extended universe technically. So like, and I'm keeping watching that every week. Like I'm excited for every mm-hmm. episode every week. So like, you know, they they are having some luck on HBO Max. So who knows? You know, I just not surprising. Yeah. We'll see what they do. So they seem uh, to do good yeah. work around the board. Yeah, across the board on HBO Max. Yeah, <laughs> around and the board. Or, what are you playing? <laughs> going around the board. Just some places they do yeah. things that are impressive. Yeah. Tutoring. Yeah. <laughs> so the other thing I was going to talk about is actually on the other side of the spectrum here, and it's about Marvel. And this news came out today. This is actually very recent news, and it's that word has come out that Marvel is developing a Halloween special for Disney Plus, and it's reportedly going to be based on the character Werewolf by Night. And this is one of the darker Marvel characters, and he's a werewolf. And it's he's a very obscure only character. Yeah, only at <laughs> night, of course. Uh, so, Thematically. Yeah, this could be really cool because this could actually connect to some of the newer, darker characters, like when they're bringing in Blade and when they're bringing in... Um, actually going to be bringing in Moon Knight and some of these darker Marvel characters, this character could fit into that world. So you're saying develop, so I'm guessing that means like 20, yeah, they're not like 22. Is it live action? Is this animated? Uh, I think, no, I think it's sounding like it's going to be live action. Hmm. So, and it probably, in my mind, it would just be like a whole genre theme. Yeah. So probably a combination of all of the above, probably. You know, live action and also animated shows. Hmm. 
horror movies or whatever they want to do. Probably just the with the dark thing. side of the universe. You mean in general? Yeah. Or yeah, they could be. Which in, I mean, right now it's sounding like I mean, Moon Knight's live action, Blade's live action, and so this they said that this, so that one of the things that kind of let this out was that they are supposedly casting for a Latino male in his thirties. Okay. So. Oh, that so sounds live action. They're not even filming yet. That means <laughs> more. You, you could do this. Well, and the interesting thing is I was surprised they've shifted it up. The previous character has actually been Native American. And there you go, Chris. Even better. You're perfect. Literally. But honestly, I was kind of, I would have really liked for them to go that route. Like, yeah. that would be awesome to have a Native American character in the Marvel Universe. And there's already one established here. And you could go the Latino route with... Uh, like um, Ghost Rider or one of those characters when you bring them in, yeah. like not that mm-hmm. you can't have two Latino characters. Obviously, you can, but like but I it's just weird because they're missing an opportunity for a Native American that they're doing a change here. Character. I just found it interesting yeah. it, to a Latina character. Yeah, to changing him to a Latina, which and that does fit in with some Spanish lore and things of that nature as well. So, yeah, sure. but so this means if they're just now casting, we're not. We're looking twenty three. Mm-hmm. Before this is a show, because we have all these other shows lined up. Oh, yeah. And you know they're not going to overlap. And they're calling this a Halloween to. special, so this could easily just be like an hour and a half long mini movie thing. True. <clears throat> True. Or something. But they could just be doing this so that they can introduce us to these character, this character to then further him throughout the MCU in this darker side of the universe. Because hmm. Marvel is really well, trying that's to... that's what we were talking about earlier. Like, I don't know how they're going to... You know, introduce Blade. Yeah, which if it's anything like the previous Blade movies, is very rated R mm-hmm. into very. the Marvel universe, mm-hmm. yeah. which is very not R. And they they yeah. can't like make it not rated R because vampires drink blood. Yeah, so they're gonna not show them blood. draining humans <laughs> and blood. Blur it out, right? <laughs> 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 yep, they'll just like pan. This panel away every time a vampire is drinking. So you're yeah. just looking at like a roof panel and then you come uh, back down and like, mm, that tasted good. <laughs> I love O negative blood. Let me wipe Yum. this raspberry jam off my face. <laughs> yeah, I'm really curious what they're going to do. They're going to have to go darker and they're going to have they to make are. it rated R. And they're going to, yeah. you know, realize that they can make content for adults that yeah. don't that doesn't have to be generated or aimed at like teenagers yeah and that's the thing i mean if you think about even the mcu where it's like even the mcu as a whole is primarily a pg-13 like venture yeah. where it's like you're not really even showing most of the mcu movies to young kids so it's mm-hmm. like you're already on that cusp anyways like and you can technically bring in these characters potentially into the greater marvel universe they just can't potentially do some of their more gory aspects if they're mm-hmm. around some of these other characters. Yeah, but like Blade's entire thing. I know, is swords is and murder. Swords and killing vampires. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they do turn into just like, you know. Dust. Yeah, snap dust. Well, no, the, so that's the thing. Because if you actually look at the rules on like how to make a PG-13 or rated R, mm-hmm. one of those things was like killing humans yeah can make it a rated r but if you're killing non-humans that's yeah. not considered uh, like a rated r so, so that's that, like that's where my my thought was on it like it's not violence against humans technically but the draining of humans for like a vampire food source mm-hmm. could yeah, make yeah. that what 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 would make it a rated r movie sure yeah and you know all the violence that goes with it but eh. 
Yeah, I, I'm interested to see what they do. And I, I mean, I'm excited about this. This is cool. This is cool news. I like that Marvel is getting weird with it, that they're experimenting. Dude, that they they're... said they were. I remember, yeah. um, what was it, Kevin? Kim Feige. Feige said years ago, he was like, it's going to get weird. We're getting weird with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense. It's like you don't want to wear, like, this genre has been going on for a long time. It stayed big for a long time. Yeah. Like, you have to mix it up a lot and that's the thing if they mix it up like really weird for the next like five or six years and give us weird creatures weird stuff and then they can go back to you know like super like average like normal like superhero stuff yeah like they don't have to stay weird forever it gives them that option to kind of go back and forth yeah 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 and the longer that they've been doing this is that like everybody else joins in Mm -hmm. so like i've i've gotten to the point where i'm kind of sick of superhero shows and movies yeah but they keep being really good so i, I don't know. actually get sick of them yeah it's like, like you want to be sick but you can't because you're like they're still good though yeah, like, like that, the animated one with the jupiter something Ju- uh, legacy jupiter jupiter. legacy legacy that wasn't yeah. animated that was real people but yeah that's one xeno's just watching it was the kind of Lovecraftian, yeah, weird. That was real people. It was real people, <laughs> super real. Mm. In his everything mind, it's a cartoon. It's all of his memories are yes, just animated. It's just animated. It's a Life's cartoon. Better in, his brain. in ink, you know. Yeah, uh, everything in Chris's brain's a cartoon. Yeah, I didn't want to like that, or I didn't think I was going to like it. I was like, oh, you know, this is just another superhero show that's you know like yeah. the boys and sure yeah but the boys is amazing right i mean all, it is there are a lot good. of them are good but yeah. it's just they keep happening right. <laughs> well yeah they're like okay we're gonna take a genre and then we're gonna twist it a little bit and just enough we're gonna add a little gore to it because that's the thing most superhero stuff doesn't have gore yeah so if you can make it gory or scary that's right that makes it yeah. interesting it's the one where kid kills the dude. yes that okay i remember jupiter's yep. legacy now yep mm-hmm. and the so, dad is that guy that guy <laughs> yep. from yeah, that justified. guy the thing from justified. Yeah. yeah no no yeah the dad, Timberlake. He's from Justi- he is not from justified <laughs> the lead actor from Ju- jupiter's legacy hey that's the dude the married to fergie he's that's fergie's husband the dad is yeah good for fergie right yeah because he he's daddy oh, you're you right know? is he's not is he not justified <laughs> no no that's the dude that's he, in... oh he's boba fett he or he wears boba fett's armor in yes. mandalorian yes yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that's you know not the same guy about. we're just speaking a whole nother language yeah, like yeah, we said yeah. 12 o'clock at night it's things we can are happening connect everything yeah. <laughs> we are we are it's identifying all the problems in the world yeah so anyways that is happening werewolf by night no it's not him timothy Oliphant. Oliphant. It is not Timothy Oliphant. He was not in that show. Bro, I just pulled yeah, it up he is. by the he's name. The dad. No, he's not. With the yes. beard. No, it's not. My dude. I promise you, I will like smite me down, hand on a Bible right now. That is not Timothy yeah. Oliphant in that show. Not? It's not. I promise you. Matt's Hold very on. wrong. He's I am pretty <laughs> sure I'm right. He's well, not right. I'm so pretty sure I'm right. All right. Well, while Matt figures out that he's it wrong. It do look like him if it ain't him. It's not him. Okay. Who is it then? It's I, Josh Dumel. That also sounds right. It is right. <laughs> yeah, and that, it's Fergie's husband. Yeah, that does sound right. They sound like the same person. <laughs> so. they, 
Yeah. Is it all alternative? Is it a white guy <laughs> is with it? a good-looking white guy? All right, so he's not in this. <laughs> no shit. They do look a lot alike. They do though. look a lot alike. I'm not going to lie. It's they're, like, they're the same person. Generic, yeah. handsome, it's white generic guy, handsome white guy. Generic, handsome white guy. Yeah, that's yeah, all it is. Exactly. It is. <clears throat> but, no, yeah, they're two different people. Uh, but, you know, I'll forgive you for being wrong this time. But Yeah, I'm still sort of right. They look the <laughs> same. Mean, they are the same. They are they're the same I'm people. I'm backing you up on that. It's Hollywood and their doubles. It's true. Yeah. So, you guys want to talk about what we've been watching a little bit lately? Oh, yeah. It's not like Chris had a couple things this hey, week. Yeah, Chris, go first. Yeah, man. oh, okay. What you been streaming? What you been um, watching? Where at? What you been pirating? How much? Oh, God, what you seen? Geez. Oh, too many questions. <laughs> um, but okay, all the so same questions. That, that is true. I watched Dune. Oh, oh yeah, in, the OG Dune. Yeah, yeah. in a preparation for upcoming Dune. Is it really? Dune? Yeah, because it's on HBO. I, I think, think so. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure it's HBO. So how was it? 1984. Man, it's. <sighs> was it a rough watch? I feel like it would it's, be. There's a. It's it's weird that they what they prioritized on, because like, the first part half of the movie, is like super dialogue and story driven and like it's just a lot of people talking mm-hmm. just, you know also another word for dialogue uh, <laughs> just wanted to reiterate that but mm-hmm. and then the second half they like skip over a lot of things it's like it, it, it kind of rushes through the second half a lot huh. so i think so we were talking about last week right where they've now announced like there's a part two to this movie yeah I think what the you're talking totally about makes sense. I think that's what they're doing. That first half you're talking about is going to be the movie that we are getting mm-hmm. soon, and then the second movie is that second part because I've seen it too. It's been a couple of years now, yeah. but I know what you're talking about. Like it seems like two different movies are just kind of crammed together to make it's a one long movie. movie. It's two hours and seventeen minutes. Yeah, like, it's still it, long, but they still cram so much shit in there. Like the second yeah. half, like they literally are just narrating and skipping decades they're just oh, like holy crap oh you see uh if she's pregnant with the daughter and then he's the king of the bedouins or oh you my know, god and she's six years old it's just like and it's just like just kind of talks through this i don't That's know it's wild. just it, it speeds through a lot of detail yeah in the second half of the movie it's still great i mean i still really enjoy it really yeah I, I remember enjoying it a lot when I watched it. Really? It is, I mean, it's an '80s movie. It's yeah. like high sci-fi, though. Like, oh yeah, like, like it's like Game of Thrones, but sci-fi, like very deep. Well, that's the thing. Manipulation it's a book series, and... you know. It's like, well, that's. So I was talking to my mother-in-law when she was in town last weekend about Dune. She loves Dune, mm-hmm. and she was saying she didn't like the movie because it didn't deal enough with the the, the houses and how they work with each other and mm-hmm. how they're like are constantly trying to kill each other and things like that mm-hmm. like it wasn't politically charged enough yeah yeah based on the when she read the books sure. so i thought that was interesting because i thought like you're saying like it's heavy on dialogue like there's a lot of that going on but Specifically i guess in the first half but yeah well i think what they're gonna do is probably make this two two-hour movies yeah that and would... it's all gonna be it's, it's there's gonna be a, hot, a whole lot more of these politics and these backstabbing and all that jazz right. well, it's easier to make a time jump when you're moving from one movie to another versus yeah, that like in the same movie right <clears throat> i forgot that uh patrick stewart is in it really a young patrick really stewart. he's still old but yeah patrick stewart's always he, been old he's ageless. our whole lives yeah <laughs> he's a interesting yeah him and also the there's if you ever watched quantum leap 
Yeah. Which I think none of you. You talk have. about Quantum Leap on here all the I, time. I bring it's it up like a lot because rolling, it was like a big part of my childhood. <laughs> no, like, I okay. watched like, every episode that yeah. growing up. Sting Anyways, was in it also. Just yeah. saying. Yeah, he was, and he was ripped. Really I weird. Mean, not ripped, but I mean ripped for ripped the for 80s. Sting. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyways, one of the side characters were like the most, the second most important person in uh, Quantum Leap is yeah. in this movie also. Okay. He's a probably son of a bitch. Probably Everett McGill, if I were to make a guess. He's, He's blonde-headed. Nope. Mustache. Oh, interesting. In the show, or in the movie. But. Yeah, the, the the pictures from this movie look wild. It's yeah. uh, it's something to behold. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Though, so you watched Dune. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Dune. Great. Nice. Um, I watched Vivo. I know you oh. had mentioned your kids watched it like a billion times. No, that's no. They watched uh, the other one, not Vivo. Vivo's the new one. Yeah. Um, no, it wasn't that one. It was the other one uh, with the water and the the sea monsters. You watched? Oh, it. the the dragon that one. one. No, no, not dragon. Not no, the, the last dragon. The the Pixar movie with the sea monsters and oh, they're um, not sea monsters. They're mermaids Mer people those are sea monsters mer people okay. are sea monsters right. anything that's not uh, real is a monster yeah <laughs> <laughs> they are real, so. <laughs> real monsters yes real, uh, real monsters, uh, real you remember monsters that? yeah Anyways. uh <laughs> vivo was okay it was yeah. very choreographed like i knew everything that was going to happen oh yeah it's the story that's been told a million times. Okay. But it's still pulled on my heartstrings and made me want to go. That's why it's been told a million and one times. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, this is on Netflix, right? This is a new yeah. Netflix original. My kids actually weren't crazy about this one, if I remember right. They thought it was like okay or something. Yeah, which is... I would feel the same way. It is okay. Yeah. Um. Th this was actually another movie by Lin-Manuel Lin -Manuel Miranda. He's just been doing like everything under the sun. He's a voice, like yeah. a primary voice. I think he's uh yeah he is Vivo mm -hmm. so yeah okay so, so it was just it was, okay yeah it was okay I mean it's a very played out story you know exactly what's gonna happen yeah. there's no surprises but still heartwarming okay um and I watched I was already told you guys Spider-Man Far From Home yeah finally yeah it's only been two years yeah seriously uh it feels it like good. it's been longer than that but right so you liked it I did it was good I'm I... sad that Jilly yeah Jilly Holly yeah Jake Gyllenhaal won't be joining us, but maybe I don't know what the multiverse hey, knows. Yeah, true. You never know. Like, I enjoy him, uh, but yeah, it was good. It is a good movie. I I had a lot of fun with Spider-Man: Far From Home. I yeah. thought it was very funny. Yeah, it was. There was a lot of just really funny stuff in that movie. Yeah. Zendaya. Yeah, Zendaya. 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 I love Either. her, man. She's great. I don't know. I feel like I would just enjoy hanging out with her. Like, she seems like a cool chick throwing hand grenades and trash cans or something I don't yeah, know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i think everybody had fun doing that yeah true it's true uh and then i also watched uh witcher nightmare of the wolf animated movie on netflix yeah. been I wanting think. to see this what did you think of that so should we watch it uh yes yeah you should it was okay. okay starts off a little slow uh animation is very um castlevania okay mm-hmm I thought it was a series at first whenever I first I started watching yeah. it. And I was like, this is a really long episode after like an hour. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, this is <laughs> over like, and it was many, a movie. How many episodes are there? Um, but it's focused on Vesemir, if you're familiar with Witcher lore. Yeah. Um, this is a prequel to the show. Yes. It's a prequel to the game, too. And the game, yes. too. Yeah. Witcher 3. Mm -hmm. At yes. least I haven't played any of the other ones. So I, don't I know, think it's but... all of them. All yeah. Thing. I think all the games focus on Geralt. 
okay. Yeah, they do. This is a, this is following the man who trains Geralt, and he is going to be a main character in this new season. Oh, really? Yes, Vesemir is going to well, be Well, he'll be in it. Yeah. Which he was He's, in the... He wasn't in the first season at all. No, he wasn't. But oh, he'll be in this one because game. he... Yeah. He's well, just in the game. Yeah. But he will yeah. be a, a, a fairly large role in this new season mm-hmm. of the show. Yeah. I think which is part of why they made this. Well, let me just say he's a motherfucking badass. In yeah. The show. I mean, like, all the witches are badasses. Holy shit. Like, but him more so than... Because there's... <laughs> because, because this takes place pre-Geralt, like... There's a lot of witchers, like mm-hmm. yeah. the, the castle. I can't remember the name of it, but like there's a hundred of them at least. Yeah, because so, there used to be a ton of witchers. Yes. Yeah, right. It was a whole thing, and this is like the story of them going away. Blah 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 blah. But very good. I would watch it nice. for sure. Cool. I would recommend it. Okay, if you're a fan of The Witcher in any sense, yeah, watch movie this. or game, yeah, or book, yeah. yeah. Sure. All of them. Nice. Okay. And that's uh, Witcher, Nightmare of the Wolf, and it is a Netflix original animated series. And that's it. Nice. Cool. Okay. Well, that's good to know because I was debating on if I was going to watch it or not. Definitely. Oh, I was going to watch it. it one way or the other. Yeah. I just haven't had time. Well, I guess, yeah. I was debating on how quickly to get to it. Right. So now I know I want to get to it. How to, yeah. Put that in my queue. Yeah, and it'll it. be a good prepper for the next season. Yeah, which is in November. November. Along with like a, a million months. other things coming oh, we're out. We're going to be so inundated. God. I know. I'll inundate you Don't so love hard. Mm. Love it. Yeah. So what you got, Matt? <laughs> All right. So you guys have both talked about this before, but we mm-hmm. watched a couple episodes of Brand New Cherry Flavor. Yes. Yeah. And as we've said before, this is a weird show. Mm-hmm. It actually reminds me kind of like, I feel like this could be a spinoff series from American Horror Story in yeah. some way. It just has that kind of vibe. Um, we're three episodes in. Enjoying it is then I definitely want to see where it's going. Yeah, it's definitely very weird, but it, and it just gets stranger by the episode. But that just kind of draws me in more and more. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how can it get more strange? What are they going to do next? Where is this going? What the <laughs> fuck is going on? Well, and the very first episode, if you start watching this show, is actually fairly tame until the very end. Right. And then you're just like, what is this I'm watching? <clears throat> And then from there, it is just a spiral into insanity. Yeah, it just keeps going. You're just like, what? What? Yeah. What? And and the lead actress, I recognized her, but I couldn't figure out what I knew her from. Same. And so, yeah, she was actually the lead actress in Alita Battle Angel, which not a whole lot of people saw. Didn't see that. But also something that you... Wasn't that animated? Semi-animated. So she was an android. But I think they kind of animated her. Her face was giant ass eyes. Yeah. Her, well, right, because she was like an android. Her eyes were like she had CG. giant ass and eyes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Her yeah, eyes android. were. <laughs> um, she's actually one of the voices in Big Mouth as well. Um, huh. But she, uh, you've probably also seen her. Actually, Chris and I watched a show that she was in called Undone on Amazon. That was like an, a weird animated esque type of show where she looks exactly like herself. Huh. And she was in that. Chris liked it a pretty decent amount. I fairly did too. My wife was obsessed with it, um, and it was done like a scanner darkly. If you've ever seen that, it was that type of artwork. But she's been in a bunch of stuff lately. She was in Bird Box. She's been doing a bunch of work lately. She was in the Maze Runner movies and so on and so forth. So, hmm. well, good she for was her. The one that got with ML. M- oh my god, I almost said MLK. Mm. Mm. His name's not MLK. <laughs> Who's mm-hmm. 
the rapper that was in Bird Box. I never GK. saw. Oh, you never saw. I never it? saw Bird Box. Either. Oh, yeah. Okay, I think so it's you're supposed MGK. To just oh, was he in was that movie? Yeah. Kelly? Yeah, yeah. He was in that. Yeah, and he. I'm pretty sure that was his girl. If if Wait, she dude, was in blonde that, hair, tattoos all over. Yeah, yeah, lanky. Yeah, yeah. that huh, sounds yeah. like MGK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't no, know that he was in that movie though. I didn't either. Yeah, we're talking about the one with the Sandra Bullock. I do not. They have to cover their eyes the whole movie. Yep. Huh. Okay pretty sure I if i'm wrong to me i don't know uh, was I... this an animated movie <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> yes you're right his name was felix thank you interesting mm-hmm. no, didn't know that i didn't that's know it was either i just everybody was talking Still about it and i was like i don't want to see it yeah so no. i just didn't interesting it was like a everybody watched that i thought no I, they did you know watch it and gave me a synopsis and i said it sounded dumb yeah everyone who told me they saw it i was like that sounds dumb i don't want to see it yeah because yeah. then also also the same time like quiet place came out yeah, it's very yeah. and they sound like the place same place exact kind of movie and quiet place was very good does that so i was like uh i'm fine with just well, watching I've quiet place seen quiet place so well you watched the bad you. one so 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 uh what else what else have you seen besides Um, a brand new cherry flavor only other thing i have is bake squad which is on netflix and Mm -hmm. it is kind of a competition show it's kind of weird so the whole premise is that uh this is hosted by christina tosi who owns milk bar she's been a, a a host on um, Top Chef or Master Chef Junior, so she, she's very famous in the, the the food world. She's a top sheer baker, top shelf baker. She's pretty famous, and so she kind of has gathered four master bakers. And the whole premise is that one a customer comes in and says, "Hey, here's my idea," or like, "Hey, we're having a party for somebody, and this is what this person likes." And these four bakers each come up with their own concepts of what they're going to make, where it's like a whether it's a twelve tier cake or or drums that are like edible all edibles, yeah, or so, makeup uh, an entire makeup setup that's exactly. edible. Have you seen this too? Uh, yes, yeah, some this of it. Kids my kids watching. watch it, so uh, I've seen bits and pieces. Yeah, like, are you just and so guessing? each <laughs> I'm that no, good. He's right. that's really I'm that good. good. <laughs> so each one of these bakers kind of come up with their own creations, and then they create it, and then they present it. And then whoever gets selected kind of like wins. They don't go home. It's not like a competition yeah. where like, you know, you have new people each week. It's just kind of like a friendly competition bake off. Yeah. It's very enjoyable. To whose kind thing of fun. gets chosen to be at this party yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And then they recreate it for the party later on. Oh, gotcha. So it's, it's, it's fun. It's kind of different. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen a competition show like this. Because it's not really a competition. It's not really. A com- it's like a. It's a just a friendly competition. It's really just watching four people make interesting creations mm-hmm. and seeing what the customer likes. Right, because yeah. it's not judges. It's literally just yeah. whatever the. Customer oh yeah, literally. Decides. It's just like one or two customers come in and say, "Yeah, we think we like this one the most, or we like yeah. that one the most." Not necessarily any rhyme or reason. They could just be like, "Oh, this one just more embodies our the person we're having this made for, or whatever." Fits so, the color scheme better. Yeah, basically. Right. It's just the whim of the customer. So it's just, it's just a very interesting concept when it comes yeah. to, like, competition shows. I appreciate that over judges. Yeah. Yeah, and it's very kind of like, 
wholehearted and fun. It's not like, you know, somebody, and they all like help each other if they're like, oh, this is too heavy for me to lift, or what do you think of this idea kind of thing? It's not, yeah. oh, I can't help that person. They're my competition. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's fun. And like Blaine was saying, his kids have been watching it. So, yeah. it's, 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 it's kid friendly. It's creative. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. It's on Netflix. There's six or seven episodes. Yep. And that's Big Squad. Yeah. Yep. And that is it for me. Nice. Um, so I have two things and basically, so one of them is kind of odd. You guys that are listening, if you've heard past episodes where we've talked about it, the fact that Quibi was an app, bless you, bless you. Quibi was an app that was created during, it came out during COVID. It failed because it was made for people on the go and no one was on the go. And then everything from Quibi got bought. And it got bought by Roku. And now a bunch of the shows from Quibi are on Roku. So if you have any Roku device, you can watch this stuff. You basically just have to search for Roku Originals and you'll find them. Yeah, I think they have a little square. They do sometimes, but it's not always there. It's really weird. I've had trouble keeping track of where. They're actually harder to find than they should be. And I'm not happy about how they've done it. They literally just just force you. I don't like this as a consumer, but I feel like if I was a producer, I'd be like, all right, we're going to force them. Well, yeah, we're going to force our content on them. We're going to make this square like the top left and it's going to stay there. Yeah. Or even just like on your sub menus on the left where you can look at rentals and whatever. There's just one that says Roku Originals and it's always there. Mm -hmm. And you go there to watch them. But anyways, long story short, one of the Roku Originals uh, has finally come up. It was one of the Quibi shows. I had wondered what had happened to it and it hadn't shown up on there and it finally did. It's called The Stranger and it's created by Venus Sud or Sud. I don't know how you say her name, but it's the creator of The Killing. So if you heard me, him and Hallback, the killing for like months <laughs> yeah, on if the If you've end, been listening for a while, yeah. Blaine had a heart on yes. for the killing yes. for a period of quite time. some time. <laughs> Which all of that sentence <laughs> sounds quite weird. Blaine's but, got a heart on for killing. Yeah, for killing, yes. <laughs> I mean, you for know months is a period. It, it was a little fake. I think it happens most It was killers. just a killing hard on phase. It's you know, it's one of those <laughs> things. Killing hard on Yeah. You do kill <laughs> I do. I have that effect on people. <laughs> Throw that out there. So yeah, but this was created by Vina and so it actually stars Dane DeHaan, who you will probably recognize. He's been around for a while now. He can be very, he's an excellent actor. He can be very appealing or he can be very creepy. But basically this Mm. show called The Stranger is about, (laughs) can relate. (laughs) So the the whole point of the show is just essentially that an Uber driver, who's a young woman who had just moved to California and she's just trying to make money being an Uber driver, picks up essentially, you find out very quickly, picks up a serial killer. And it is the fallout of her picking up the serial killer, basically. And there's like 13 episodes. They're all 10 to 15 minutes long. It's very easy to watch. You can kind of stop whenever you want because there's not a lot of episodes. Um, This show is wide open and wild and just really crazy. It's a lot of fun. And so Sydney and I have been watching it. We're like seven episodes in and we really Mm -hmm. like it. So I definitely recommend it. It's if you have a Roku, just check it out. Like it's yeah, a cool little watch. Okay, so, cool. Yeah, I definitely recommend The Stranger. So you can check that out on the Roku Originals. The uh, other thing that I watched that Matt has talked about before, I'm just going to very briefly bring it up, is a movie called The Wolf of Snow Hollow. This was a movie that came out. I think it was probably supposed to come out in theaters, but got lost in the COVID shuffle. Came out at home. Now you can rent it for like six bucks or so, or it's on the Epics app if you have that or want to subscribe to it or whatever. But 
anyways, just one more app for people to have. <laughs> Granted, right. you can get three months for 99 cents, so just saying, not a bad deal. No. <laughs> but as long as you remember to cancel. But anyways, long story short, uh, Matt did see it and talked about it a while back. Yeah. And it's really good. It's a lot of fun. Like, right. it's, it's a fun werewolf movie. It is a really cool werewolf movie. I don't want to say too much about it, almost. Yeah, because but it's funny. It is. It's a. It's a. It rides that line of like comedy horror, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's it's a neat take on this genre. And it's basically just that everyone thinks that there's a werewolf, and the main character who's a cop is losing his mind because he doesn't want to believe in werewolves. Right, he's trying to stay professional. He's like, yeah. you can't be a werewolf, guys. Yeah, he's They're not like, real. Like, yeah. We have something else going on here. Yeah. yeah. And he's trying to like come up with serial killer profiles and all kinds of stuff. And it's very interesting to see. It's it's a lot of fun. And it was funny. It, it had some really good bits in mm-hmm. it. We enjoyed watching it. So, And I'm always a sucker for a werewolf movie. I do. I just... Because there really thing, aren't that many out there, man. you know? Like, yeah. You need to make more. Keep I like monster them, movies. Keep making them. Not since the eighties. Eighties were like the heydays yeah. of. Oh yeah, well, I mean they've true. they've been putting out more and more recently. I think it's true. Yeah, I, I'll well and Werewolf by Night. We already talked about it this episode, so you know maybe got another one coming too. So. Yeah, remember like high school werewolf, teenage werewolf. Werewolf. Yeah, that was on MTV. Oh, With Teen Wolf. Um, Teen Wolf. Yeah, yeah, that one. That was on for a while. I never watched any of it though. The problem was it was an MTV show. There aren't many the of those. From that are... Back to the Future. No, you're talking, no, that's you're original. Of, that's from that's the American 80s. Werewolf in London or whatever. Mm, no, there was Teen Wolf, Teen Wolf or Teen Wolf. No, so yeah. that's the thing. There was the MTV Wolf one they just the remade. Yes. Right, right. Yeah. So there was. That, okay. There well, is that. It. Then MTV remade it into a show. Oh. Um, yeah. Five or six years ago, I think. Hmm. Okay. And it looks very cheesy, kind of like a Rivendell. Meets werewolf. Oh, you mean uh, Riverdale? Yep, Riverdale is Lord of the Rings. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, like, the elves know, meet. Hey, uh, I like. I I like. All right, I'm here for it. Riverdale, mm-hmm. elvish werewolves, <laughs> it, but with like high school drama. I am in. Oh, you you cannot I tell me a thousand drama. year old yes. elf would not have some high school ass drama going on. <laughs> okay, yeah. I will I will fight somebody about that. This is actually a good pitch. <laughs> this is a good yeah. pitch. I'm, I'm gonna write somebody. Yeah, <laughs> elves in high school. I'm, I'm yeah, thousand but one's year a old werewolf. Elf. Yeah, yeah, oh. werewolf thousand year old elves in high school. <laughs> this is getting too convoluted, but I like yeah. It. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, that was where uh, the or it's actually not the werewolves of Snow Hollow. It's the wolf of Snow Hollow, right? But and there's actually some really pretty shots in this movie as well. It takes place in like Montana or somewhere. It's like all snowy and mountains, and it, it's yeah. neat. It's all just a bunch of small town tomfoolery. But just a small town girl, yeah, it's good stuff. Living in a lonely world. Um, so yeah, we're, now we can go ahead and talk about this movie. Gosh darn yeah. it! Let's do so it. Uh, yeah, uh, buckle up. We're gonna get into everything reminiscence. Wait, wait. Critic scores or scores? Yes, we'll do that first. We're gonna guess our critics. Well, actually, first we'll talk about what this movie is like slash who should and shouldn't see it. Yeah, take that. So um, I don't even really know. Go ahead, please. Because already report. Oh, mixed to a with Ooh. mixed with the reboot of Total Recall. Ah, yeah. those aren't bad comparisons. Yes, yeah. yeah, and yeah, it's and very then... noir. If you're into oh. like noir mysteries, this uh, is yeah. that. That is definitely the theme. Yeah, uh, but instead of it being like, Zena a... also compared it to Old Man Logan. Yeah, 
kind of. Because it's n- not just because of Hugh, Hugh Jackman, but some of like the story elements and kind of like the the tones and yeah. the elements of the story. Kind of all she was just like this feels like yeah that I can see also that. not to like give away the story but wow way to give away the story I know I'm sorry tiptoeing around it um you could say it what's the one with Nicolas Cage where he's a con artist Con Air Face Off no 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 God what are you, Snake Eyes still fucking <laughs> about no he's a con artist and he's got like a young girl that he's like training to be a con artist kick ass. Con artist, superhero. <laughs> superheroes. He's done con too many movies. <laughs> he really we has. We cannot play Nicholas Cage. Yeah. You, know no. movie, you know what movie I'm talking about. <laughs> then you'll know. There's elements of that. Okay, in this okay, okay. Next, I can't. We are not picking up what you're putting down, but <laughs> sure. Know. Hold on. Okay, continue. you look it up while we we'll look it up. Get into our it's stories. Not moonstruck. I can tell you that <laughs> it's not moonstruck. Yeah. It's bees. So bees. if you're into mystery. You know, thrillers, sci-fi, sci-fi, mystery thrillers. Yeah, it's but it's, when we say noir, it's not like a twenties or thirties or whatever noir film. No, this but it has like the essence of it. It's it very does. much like a detective mm-hmm. in Chinatown, but not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you know, all those noir films are oh, always also in Chinatown. Waterworld, Waterworld, a little bit. Yeah, there's some Waterworld in this. water in there. Not really, but Matchstick Men, I think, is what the. the movie I don't know that I ever saw Matchstick Men. Sam Rockwell is awesome. I think I yeah. have my, like, either. I know. You I love would, Sam Rockwell. I would make love to that man. <laughs> <laughs> Just based off of his acting abilities. Yep. He's, he's a fantastic one. But, yeah, so. All right. So <laughs> we want to make our, uh, let's, our let's make Rotten predictions. Tomato predictions here. I'll go first because I haven't thought about it at all. Sam, but go ahead. All right. Please. So, all right, Matt, you ready? You going to put these in? All right. So I think that the critics are going to be hard on this and the audience is going to be more forgiving. Okay. So I think the critics, this could have like a 65. That's hard. It's above <laughs> a 50. <laughs> I laugh at you. Yeah. like, they gave it a zero. It, it probably will be lower from critics. <laughs> I'm just saying. Critics are, can be very hard. They can be very like hard on stuff. 60 is actually kind of good for It actually, I think, still is technically like a 65. might actually be a solid tomato. I think it is a solid. Yeah, that's why I'm laughing. So, actually, I feel like it might nope, not be. Nope, can't change it now. <laughs> you already said it, man. 62. It's, it's written in the book. Okay, okay. you want a 62? 62. Oh, damn. And from audience, I think it's going to be more like a 73. What do you have, Chris? Oh, shit. I thought you were going to go. You uh, knew this was coming. <laughs> That's what... You could see it coming. He said... From a distance. Oh, she said... <laughs> um, <laughs> I agree with Blaine. But yeah. I think Blaine is... Too high for both. Naive. Yeah, probably. I usually am. Yeah, that's the right word. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, man, but also I don't think they're going to be that hard on it. Yeah. So you're probably right. <laughs> so I'm just going to say, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. man, no, yeah. Right. I, you're wrong. You like where I am, right? I'm in good, yeah, good spot. Yeah, because it wasn't bad. So, like, what wouldn't they like about it? Mm. Huge yak, man. <laughs> um, I'll say, what did you say, 62? 63. 62, bro. Two. Way to change it three times. I listen. All right, I wrote it down. <laughs> All right, 55 for critics. Okay. 55. 55. I said a 70-something. I think. 73. Three for audience. Come on, bro. 
Um, fifty-nine. Ooh, fifty-nine. Whoa. Interesting. Okay, so I have oh, faith in the critics. Nice. Let's do uh, it. I think critics are seventy, and the okay. audience an eighty. Oh, yeah. I don't know. You tricked me, Blake, uh, <laughs> into thinking that people wouldn't like this. And I was this like, is mm-hmm. why yeah, right, you make right. a decision before you hear us it's discuss true. it. <sighs> that is a better idea. Like I do. Every go time. higher. Go higher. No, nope, too late. It's written it on stone. Yeah, it's <laughs> I typed it on my phone. It's in his this makes me excited stone. to see at the end what, what, what we're going to get stone here. Phone? Yeah. What are you Let's talking see. about? Snow cones over here? What's Stone happening? phone. Oh. It's written in stone. Oh, okay. On his phone. He chiseled it into the stone. Well, this is a tablet, so. Yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah, sure. Why the not? listeners don't know, so. <laughs> yeah, all right. It's a stone tablet. You didn't hear me carving this? tablet. <laughs> He's chiseling very quietly. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get into the review for Reminiscence. Reminiscence. We're going to talk about that. I'm glad. Y'all are finally joining me on, like, the not being able to talk to me. Yeah. I have not had a problem. No. You, I don't think. I feel like that did <laughs> yeah, happen. I have yeah, said yeah. every word I meant to say. Okay, yeah. That I can I believe. I not correctly. <laughs> not correctly. But, yeah. Well, I don't know words good. So. <laughs> That's also bad. true. All, I was trying to be, like, camaraderie <laughs> yeah. here and saying I appreciate this. I'm not attacking anybody. It's true. I'm saying it's me normally. It is. Every Hell week. no. Can't talk good so <laughs> all right so this movie so yeah. to the review <laughs> yes to the review that's afterwards not anymore all right so it sounds it sounds like you guys enjoyed this movie am i correct in this oh we're yeah 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 i liked it y'all good. both liked it yeah. And, yeah i thought it was a f- I did. I really enjoyed this movie. It was funny because I was like, I didn't love this movie, uh-huh. but I had been wanting this kind of movie for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I've been thinking about this for like a couple of years. I'm like, man, I really wanted one of those like old noir detective I freaking movies. love noir detective but I was movies like, those so movies much. movies have been like so dumb. They don't do them anymore. I know. I was like, how are they going to make one? And then they made this futuristic sci-fi noir mm-hmm. kind of detective movie. I was like, I'm on board, like mm-hmm. yeah. from the beginning, and so Zena the whole time we were watching was just like, she's like, I don't know if I like this, like I don't know how I feel about this movie. Yeah. She's like, I have to kind of have to see how it ends to see if I like it. But okay. the whole time I was just like, okay, like I, I predicted some of the stuff that happened. And yeah. Zena was like, man, you predicted how'd you do that? And I'm like, I don't know. This just seemed like obvious, like jumps. Yeah. But overall, even though I could predict things, I was just like, yes. Yeah. And you, Chris? It was kind of the same. <laughs> it was just it was a way to follow that up. That's like it passionate. Was, yeah. Discussion. Uh, no, it was good. Yeah, I, I really appreciated because I went into this knowing literally nothing about it. Yeah. So uh, I did appreciate that it was a very noir mystery, like detective movie. Like, it had a lot of character. It did. Yeah. Um. And. I mean, Hugh Jackman definitely, like, just acted his heart out, as always, on this. Almost to a detriment. Yeah. But. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Almost. Almost. I I have come to the conclusion that I don't know that I like Hugh Jackman. Oh, really? Yeah. So, what did you think of this movie? So, I actually like this movie fairly well. I didn't love this movie but mm-hmm. i did like this movie i thought it was very the biggest thing is I, I just i feel like i need to praise originality to where it's like this was kind of a 
like you said, a familiar genre, uh, some familiar themes, things of that sort. But it it took all of that and made it into something new, something yeah. fresh. And the universe was very the, yeah. The universe was very creative. It was really cool. Just the fact that everything's flooded, but like people are still living in these cities, and they built these walls to hold back the water, but it still gets in, and just like all of that was so cool. Right. And it was very much just like this is totally the people who created Westworld. Especially if you've seen the new seasons of Westworld. Well, even the old season, well, like, I, I just picked up. I only saw that first season. Yeah, and I was like, I can see. I know the he the, the, the creative, going. like similarities. Yeah, yeah. You can him. tell that it was the same creators. You really need to keep going on Westworld. Season three is just like. Oh. I've seen the first season. We. Yeah, you got to get back on that horse and ride it <laughs> straight on through season three. I just but, always forget about it. I know. I don't ever I know. think about it. But, and especially if you like this movie, you need to see season three of Westworld because there was a lot of season three of Westworld in this, kind of to a degree. Mm -hmm. um, two was the Western one, right? No. Two, season one, one and two, and two are Western, Western. But season two was well, branching two was a little like away Samurai. from it. Yeah. And then season three is modern futuristic. day. Or, well, futuristic. Yeah. And not any of the Western stuff, really. Mm -hmm. But so, uh, with all that being said, I did just talk about Westworld. Yeah, we could just talk about Westworld. I'm fine. It's I have on this podcast time. more than once talked about Westworld. So, <laughs> um, yeah. I, but for some reason, I don't know. Like, I just like I'm not saying that Hugh Jackman didn't do a good job. I'm not saying that he didn't act his ass off because he did both of those yeah. things. But Almost just I too much. Maybe a little too much. But like, also, it's just like I just don't. I don't know. I just don't know that I really like him. Like, hmm. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just, like, I don't know what it is. I don't know why. I'm just, like, not crazy about him. Yeah. I just don't really care to watch him. Like, he did, he's kind of changed now. He's got a different look. He's not as, like, he still looks good, but he's not as, like, hyper-ripped as he was for all those years while he was acting as Wolverine. Like, he's still in very good shape, but before, yeah. he was, like, big, big. Now he's right. just Let's tall. Let's look in the mirror before we right. start Seriously. throwing shade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not throwing shade. I'm just saying, like, before he was bulky and big. Right. Now he's, like, a very fit, slimmer, like... Yeah. More of an appropriate well, size for 50, his age and everything. He's 50-something. You know? No, I completely agree. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I mean, he looks great. Like, yeah. And, I mean, he did a very he's good job. He's not fuckable to you? Is he not, <laughs> isn't that breedable? Is I mean, you know, I, I wasn't going to say that, but if okay. we're going there. like Submissive. Just a little too old for me. It's just <laughs> not my type. So, but, I mean, he did. He did a very, he did a good job. It was fine. But, I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. I don't care to see him a whole lot anymore. I don't now, know. Is, are you basing that just off of this movie? or It could just be the fact of just all the years of seeing him and stuff. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, uh, you know, uh, maybe I would have wanted someone else to play this role. You know? Yeah. So mm -hmm. I'm not exactly sure what okay. it was, but there was just something missing there for me. Mm -hmm. But now my bigger thing is, like, I liked this movie overall, but my biggest complaint, like my sole complaint, is, well, I mean, this movie was kind of missing something. I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but by the end, I think I came to the conclusion that it was a mix between two things. One main thing being just some levity. This movie needed something to make it lighter. It was a bit too heavy throughout mm -hmm. to where it was just hyper serious, and there was not a lot of fun to be had in this movie. Like, not to say that every movie has to have all of those things, but it was just very serious and it was very dark. Sure. And there wasn't much even joy or happiness or anything light in this movie ever. And uh, by the end, I found it to be just a little heavy. 
And I felt like it almost could have even just used maybe just a, an additional character to where there's just like one other person that adds something a little jovial or a little bit of happiness or something to bring the film up a little bit. See, you know, now you say that. Yeah. I disagree with you. Really? I feel like that was part of the one of the reasons I liked this movie was that it was so heavy. Yeah. And like dark. Maybe he could have done a quip or two. Well, and like just, he was his never character yeah, his bit. character was just so serious. Well, and like, there was I feel no like one if else he added wasn't. a funny character of any sort, like even like Constantine, which yeah. is a heavier movie, yeah. they added Shia LaBeouf's character to be like yeah. that, like comedy, sure. comedic relief. Which and that gets to where it's like I don't even want anybody necessarily like slapsticky, just a character that's more happy. Because like even his partner in crime, played by Thandie Newton. Like, she's great. I love her. She's awesome in everything she's in. Mm -hmm. I thought she did a fantastic job. But even her, still just very serious, very... Well, that, that was the thing. is like, the humor they did have between them was very dry. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like, oh, okay. That's kind of like, huh? Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, maybe at that note, too. It's like one of those movies, like, Road to Perdition. Like, sure. There isn't like a funny character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's meant to be yeah. a more serious tone movie. So I, I, mean, I mean, I, I agree. can't take away from that. I understand the desire to have it. Yeah, I don't want like want to necessarily punish the movie for it. Mm -hmm. It's just that that sense of like feeling like something was missing, mm -hmm. and that was the only things that I could draw the connection to as to. And like I said, like I don't want like a slapsticky character in this movie. Like I don't even want a goofy character in this movie. I just want. Just someone that was, was a little depressed. yes, that wasn't depressed. That <laughs> or was a an little alcoholic. Yeah, just something in there, and I just felt like maybe that was what it was I was missing. Yeah, and I'm not saying that it had to have that. It's just the only conclusion that I could come to as to what it felt like it was missing hmm. for me. Yeah, because I mean it was very serious the entire movie, and yeah. also like essentially every person in that movie was an asshole. Yeah, in some way, especially him. He kind of really sucked. <laughs> well, yeah. Him, like his best friend, yeah, she, and coworker, yeah, alcoholic, abandoned her daughter, yeah, abandoned, you know, whatever, uh, yeah, and then and then his, his love, love interest, interest who turned out to be a terrible person, con artist. Well, mm -hmm. no, well, well, turned herself. out she yeah. was. It was a double twist, right, right, which I which was a good twist. I liked it. Was it was a good twist. Because they're like, it was like, oh, snap, she's bad. And then you're like, oh, well, actually, it turned out that all this work that he did put in to try and find out who she was was worth it. You knew? I, I, well, I no, no, no. I knew that she came back and was the one knocking on the door. Yeah. I was like. Well, yeah, when the earring was sure. there. Well, even before, before that. the earring? Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, which, okay. I mean, he saw it just after, and they kind of tried to brush it off, or the other chick tried to brush it off, but. Which, I, I knew whenever she was knocking and he didn't answer, I was like, you know, that's going to be her. The one time you don't answer the door. <laughs> yeah. Which and I'll say, so we haven't really said, if, if there is some reason that you haven't seen this and you're listening to the, to the podcast, is essentially that he meets a woman, falls in love. There's some Wimbly Bimbly science stuff going on. He can read minds. Yes, he can read minds, them. essentially. He can yes. let you relive. Relive like memories. Memories. Yeah. Which best. was the, uh, what was the movie that you compared it to? Minority Report bit right. of it, to a degree. Right. And um, and then, essentially, she goes missing. And then it's him trying to find her. Yeah, and then he finds out that she may have not been who 
he thought she was mm-hmm. because she's been playing him and he was a mark the whole time. Yeah. So it's like this whole, you know, plot untwisting. Yeah. And it was pretty el- fairly elaborate, but when you really, yeah. you know, it, it, it definitely had some depth to it. I mean, I thought it was extremely creative. It just, yeah, you know, that, Overall, they did a very good job with it. There were some really cool, memorable scenes. The way that they did the sci-fi aspects of it. Oh yeah, the whole like idea that like you could get stuck in a memory loop. Yeah, if you revisited your memories too often and yeah. things like that. That was such a it's cool so concept. Yeah, and then the not only did they give you that concept, they then later portrayed the side effects of being stuck in a memory loop, yeah. which I thought was very cool. And he tortures someone in a memory as well, yeah. which was pretty wild to see. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and then they were like, this is worse than, like, any other crime that you could right. commit. And yeah. I was like, whoo. Yeah. And that dude that he tortured. Yeah. Cliff Curtis, I he's think. He's been in. He's pretty I, famous. Stuff. So yeah. I really like him. He was actually. he's always a cop. I he was like. actually in the Avatar movie. He was the bad man. Nobody's well, seen the Avatar Miro. movie, Blaine. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. It doesn't exist. But actually, the movie that I always think about him being in is, oh, another one of my favorite movies that I always forget about is Sunshine. <laughs> Sorry. He was in Sunshine. We were talking earlier before the podcast about mm-hmm. movies, not remembering yeah. our favorite movies. And that's one of mine is Sunshine. Oh, the space movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. I was like... Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Nope, no, not that one. Not that one. Speaking of a oh, movie no, with no funny, nothing funny in it. That's a great movie, though. That movie fucks you up, man. Yeah, but it's great. Jesus. Holy. Yo, actually, funny that you say that. I was thinking about, I was talking with Zena after we watched this movie. I feel like this is one of those movies that if you were in high school and you watched this movie, it'd be one of those, like, oh, fuck like yeah like an eye opener like we yeah. all had those movies in high school yeah yeah i could see that too and where this is one of those movies like because you know they probably haven't seen those movies we saw when we were in high school right mm-hmm. but if they, if they watch this one it could be one of those really like oh man really deep like somebody yeah. sitting around at a coffee shop like, one of those disgusting. like donnie darko or like yeah, you know, yeah. Or the matrix or the fight club yeah. or any of the any of those movies like this could easily fall into that oh, yeah. category of movies. Yeah. I, I totally hear that. And and I hope that this is maybe one that people kind of stumble into and find after the fact or whatever. If it That's, that, under the that is the one thing where I did give it a higher rating, but I could see one where it was a lower rating and it becomes a cult yeah. like classic down the road, which a lot of cult classics did not do well, Originally, but have yeah. lived on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree, and I hope it does. Um, like I said, I still there's something about it. I don't know why. I just kind of wish someone else was in the Hugh Jackman role, like actually someone that I think would. So it's funny you say that because yeah. Zena's beef with this movie was that she was like, "I'm watching Hugh Jackman, but I feel like this is Old Man Logan." Yeah, yeah. So that was her beef with yeah. this movie was that it she's like, was. "I just see Wolverine, but Old Man Wolverine." Yeah, this entire movie. Yeah. Because it's the very similar premise where, in you know, old in Logan, where he's trying to find something and then he wants to protect what that something is. The entire movie, which is very similar to like, like, like this movie. Like, I actually, you know, who I kept thinking of that I kind of want to see in this that we haven't actually seen in a while. Like, I could totally see Ryan Gosling in this movie. Oh yeah. Like, I would like to see him. Wait, isn't he? 
Doesn't he have some big project coming out soon? He might. I don't know. We haven't seen him in anything in forever. So now you're just talking about Blade Runner. Well, I was about to say, uh, I guess. The, the yeah, he Blade Runner. I didn't really like that movie, though. But yeah, yeah you can, I kind of. You didn't like I didn't really. Um, okay. Blade Runner's not for everybody. I forgot he was in that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's the main. Yeah, I know he is. But I guess I kind of am talking about a trench coat and all. So, right. yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's Mark. why he, I'm thinking of him. Yeah. Right, because this, this is a similar vibe. Yeah, I just, there was, one. I don't know who, there was just like, it was like, I was just picturing someone I mean, else. I'm in sure that he would have done good. Yeah. For sure, but. but I don't know. That's me kind of being nitpicky. Like, yeah. it's not me. But it's just know. like a preference thing. It is. But that's also because, you know, we've talked about this before, but there's a, several actors in Hollywood that get, you know, kind of typecast for so long. Sure. And then you stop seeing them as those characters. You start seeing those actors. Yep. And I feel like Hugh Jackman might be one of those where he was Wolverine for so long. Yeah. Where you expect, you know, this certain idea and it's hard to get him out of that box. Yeah. But then he's done like a bunch of musicals, obviously. It's true. Yeah, yeah. he did The Showman. The Great Showman. That was a great showman. Um, for me, I mean, not he being has done a wide variety of movies, mm-hmm. but it's hard, I guess, just for us to get past like the Wolverine era. Yeah, true. Yeah, and we hadn't mentioned her, but Rebecca Ferguson is in this, and um, I really enjoyed her. I really like everything she does. I thought she did a really good job in this as well. Is that the uh, the uh, love interest? The love interest, yeah, yeah. She, she was all right. She's been in the. She's actually going to be in Dune, um, but she's she was in. Uh, she's been in the Mission Impossible movies over the years, and mm. it so, must be like the newer ones. Uh, the past two, I think, two or three. Okay. Yeah. It is interesting, like the chick that had the affair with the Baron mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. very popular. She's, she's well known. She's been in several things, but yeah, never like name. major roles. Oh well, she's from well, she's from Game of Thrones. Uh, no, well, no, that's the big thing is she's yeah. from Westworld. She's right. the creepy looking oh. robot chick. Yeah, but she's in like other stuff too. But, yeah, sure. Yeah, she's, she's yeah, I she just has a very her, but... recognizable yeah. look. Right. Yeah, not many people look like her. Yeah, there isn't. So I guess one of my like, I guess this is a subconscious, uh, subconscious like beef with the other girl you were talking about. Mm-hmm. She looks like the um, main chick in the the TV show Grimm. Yeah, that we don't like. Oh, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Nick's uh-huh. little, like girlfriend. Uh huh. They look very similar, and obviously, I hate the chick from Grimm because yeah. of that character. Not not the actress, but like the character. I hate the character. Yeah, you're talking about Thandie Newton. No, no, no. Oh, right, or you're his love interest. The, the love interest. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, like they look very similar. Yeah. So like I'm watching this. I'm thinking of that other character, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> they should have picked somebody else. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I, I tried to get past that mentally. That was just like a, my own like mental block. Yeah, it's weird when stuff like that happens, and you're like associating certain people with other people. Even though it's yeah. not like yeah, it's not the same oh. actress. It's well, and we didn't mention. Sorry to interject, but Daniel Wu is in this, and we hadn't talked about him at all. And he did awesome, and he's got like a southern accent, kind of. Oh, his New Orleans accent was pretty. Y- yeah, it was pretty awesome. Oh yeah, as uh, he I was really appreciated, yeah. and I he really was awesome. I just it. really like him. That yeah. whole character, all that was very cool. Yeah, the fact that he like mixed, is it Vietnamese or uh, Thai? What was maybe uh, whatever language he was mixing with Creole? With, like, yeah, I really appreciated just his character. Yeah, a lot. yeah, I, I like him in everything he's in. I wish they had actually done more with that character. Yeah, yeah. Than they did, but yeah. 
Which, and it was a pretty long movie. I mean, this movie was over two hours. Or, well, no, it was right at two hours in an hour and 56 minutes. Like, it had some depth to it. It was pretty long. So, I mean, I, you know, all in all, I think it was pretty good. But I think that there is going to be some weird things that we haven't mentioned here that the critics are going to pick apart. I don't know what, but I just feel like that's going to be the case. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't. It was weird just how easy breezy they were about murdering everybody in new orleans like yeah i don't know if that's because it's like a post-apocalyptic kind of world yeah and they knew they were just gonna leave cops doing their jobs yeah like but then it was obviously like the cops didn't have but they were also bad i guess it was because they were gangbangers they're also the gang world so it was and they were getting back on the train going back to where they came from so i don't know like yeah. There was a couple of things that they kind of brushed was, over. Yeah, it was very so. Also, also speaking like, of oh, things they brushed over was the um, the Baron's wife. Yeah, who was stuck in her little time yeah. loop. That was wild. She came out of it so quickly, though. Yeah, it was mirrors, man. And she literally came out, and she was like, "Oh yeah, well I know all this stuff that's happening. I know this and know that." And then she kind of slid back into it. But it was weird how like lucid she was when she came straight out of her delusion. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know, I had a little, like, it was a little jarring when that happened. Yeah, no, I remember kind of thinking that, too, and being like, oh, wow, she's, like, back to normal all out of nowhere real quick. Yeah, because I feel like if you came out of a delusion and somebody was, like, standing in front of you, you didn't know who this person person was, you would have been like, uh... But she did know who he was, because they had met. Once... I don't know if yeah, I if I like right. woke up and somebody was standing in front of me that I met once yeah. years yeah. ago. I'd just be like, "Oh yeah, you're in my house. Cool. <sighs> Who are you? No problem. Oh, I'm gonna answer all your questions. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think I'd be like that. I'd be I'd have, I would have questioned him like, "Why are you here? What's going on? Kind of deal, not right. Giving sure. into no, it so fair. lucidly. Yeah. But I don't know. That was a, that was the one thing that kind of like chafed me, and that was just something with with how they wrote that scene yeah yeah and i'm i'm curious i kind of so just go ahead and go let's on and it. get on let's see what the critics, critics have to say um all right cool so let's see here i know you guys can't see the screen like normal i'm gonna try really Sorry. hard not to see any other reviews oh, yeah. um especially i'm sure shank chi's out yep oh, oh. and you seen it you looked for no i didn't see shang chi i saw the scores for this movie oh so this has a 37 oh, by critics. So Chris is right. And a 40 by audience. And so Chris is right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> double, double Chris. See, Blaine, yeah. I, see, I had to tell you or yeah. show you yeah. what you meant. Yeah. Even though I honestly didn't feel that way, I was like, I got to tell Blaine. Like, yeah. this is, I got to go lower. Whenever you say they're going to be hard on it, it's not I know. 60. I'm always not being hard yeah. on it. Whenever I say right. it's hard on it, I'm, I'm always still way too high. Yeah. Yeah, this is because I don't think any movie really deserves like a thirty or forty. Like, uh, I don't. Well, I can think of many. There's movies. a couple that do, but I, can I, think I of don't some. know. I'm just like, I guess I'm just forgiving with most movies. Uh, yeah, it's still, it's just so Wonder harsh. Woman, uh, uh, yeah. the original Suicide Squad. Mm, um, that was all right. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so it was a mighty fine action. Uh, uh, come on my face again. <laughs> well, you don't have to ask me twice. So, so that was by 155 critics and 500 plus audience. So the audience is still pretty low, middle of the road. Audience? 
A 500 plus. Oh, I thought you said 105. I was like, no. Jesus, that's low. I might have, but we I don't know. We have since. But yeah, 500 plus, still low. Um, it's still low. And then 155 uh, critics. And what it says is, for the critics' consensus, it says, although Reminiscence isn't lacking narrative ambition, its uncertain blend of sci-fi action and noir thriller mostly provokes memories of better films. And then by the what the audience says is Reminiscence has some great ideas, but clunky dialogue and flat characters keep the sci-fi noir from ever really coming to life. So I can get behind the flat characters. Um, I did feel like that was kind of the case and kind of also connects to what I was talking about. Um, I didn't have a huge issue with the dialogue really, but it felt a little overdone, like almost like they're trying to do poetry yeah like the way that hugh jackman was speaking to his love interest mm-hmm. not to say that there aren't like some really romantic people that talk that way yeah, but it see, was that's very literally just how i like weird. i heard it was just he was like i finally found the one i'm gonna be as romantic as i can all the yeah. time i yeah. kind of felt like it was more of just them trying to embody like classic films and mm-hmm. how they talk and since they are mimicking to some degree those the noir noir right. films yeah that is kind of following suit for those. It was also just, it wasn't even necessarily like eloquent. It was just like almost borderline pretentious, but just where he was, she was like, Oh, tell me a story. And he's like, Oh, what do you want a story? Like there's no happy story. Yeah. I'm super depressed about everything. Yeah. If it starts out happy, it'll end terribly. And yeah. it's just but like, if he looks for Christ, man, lighten but, up. But yeah. to be yeah. fair, if you're looking from his perspective, he has all these people coming to him like, hey, let me relive my happiest sure. memories sure. all the time. Yeah. Right. Like, he he's would like, be... my life isn't this good. Like... Right, and then he's like, my life's pretty crappy. Like, I was a soldier for multiple years, and now this is my life. I'm reliving other people's happy memories, knowing that this was, what was when they were happiest. Right. And that they obviously don't like their lives now, that they have to relive lives. That's fair. Because he is a tortured soul. More or less. They both He's are. He's an emo like, kid. For sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I want to be that kind of emo kid. So, <laughs> some of the reviews here. So, uh, Mark from the Boston Globe says, uh, Joy doesn't lack for ideas. It's just that there are too many and f- wait, there are too many and few of them original. Um, and, I mean, I, I thought it felt... I mean, felt like for I mean, what well. for what the goal was, I felt like it was original. If you're setting out to make a noir film, but futuristic, like I yeah, mean, it was creative in that nature. I mean, although, but that, about that's the city. another one of those things where a lot of our movies nowadays pull on old movies. Yeah, yeah. How many remakes do we see? Right, constantly. all the time that they're like, oh, suck my dick, ninety five percent. Yeah. So yeah. she took a idea that has been done before but you know like a new twist yeah right yeah i feel like it's hard to come up with a completely original story yeah because you can literally have that complaint about so many movies yeah but like the universe was unique like i appreciated like the universe yeah the only other movie i can think of was Waterworld, which you mentioned earlier yeah and even that is like vague, but like they didn't. Even Waterworld wasn't as cool of a universe as this one, even though I love Waterworld. But yeah, I mean, Waterworld's just a world full of water. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. true. <laughs> true. Waterworld's only like twenty years from this movie. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. yeah. Just a little more down the road. Yeah. So Miles Surrey from The Ringer says, if reminiscence makes the viewer nostalgic for anything besides Blade Runner and Nolan's filmography. I'd be for a time 
it'd be for a time when original tent poles weren't rare enough that their very existence needs to be commended. What? That was a, yeah, there were a what? lot of words happening in there. <laughs> are, there a, are we putting up so, tents? So what, well, yes, there's something about tents. But, but in a nutshell, what he's basically saying is that this did feel a lot like Christopher Nolan's other movies, even though obviously sure. this wasn't Nolan but and, and Blade Runner. But um, basically, I, I don't know. Yeah, he was comparing it to like original tent poles not being rare. I, I think it's kind of what he's getting at is like, you know, that... They're just saying because it's been done before. I guess. So, uh, I don't know. It's it's a weird way for him to word all, all of right, that. Let's mark uh, this was... down. We cannot make any more noir mysteries. Because yeah. they're instantly going to say, this is not original already idea. already been done. Right? So, that whole genre but, is But, you know, so it's so interesting. When was the last time they made a noir I know, movie? right? Like, you don't like, really I don't. Either. I can't think of another noir the movie only that's thing, been made in the last 15 years. The only thing I can think about, and I only talked about it once because I only watched, like, one or two episodes, was... There was that show on HBO Max that Robert Downey Jr. was producing, and it was a noir-type show. But it was kind of strange, and I wasn't super crazy hmm. about it. I can't remember what it's called. Shit, what but, was the one with Mike Myers in it we just watched recently? Mike it was Myers? The, a show or a movie? It was a, it was a movie where there was the diner. She was like a serial killer. Oh, it was like Mike Myers wasn't in that, was yeah, he? Yeah, he was the bad guy. He was the janitor, the mastermind. Mike Myers, like as in Austin Powers, Mike. Myers. Yeah, yeah. Not like the serial killer that is fake. <laughs> Wait, I think no, it goes by Michael. I, I thought you were talking about that gunpowder milkshake. Yeah, was, yeah. He was in that. Yeah, he was the bad oh, guy. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Oh wow! I thought we reviewed that. No, you guys discussed it. We discussed it on the podcast, but I didn't remember him being the bad guy. I'm gonna have to look that back up. Now I'm confused. Yeah, he's the bad. He's the janitor. That's yeah. He's always in like makeup and stuff, but he's. I mean, not to spoil the movie. I, I don't remember there even being a the janitor. Movie, <laughs> yeah, well. There was a janitor I mean, in this movie? Okay, it doesn't matter. Now I'm perplexed. I need to just totally Did reassess. Did you watch a different movie? Uh, no, I saw Maybe it. Maybe Netflix is fucking I'm, with people. I could be wrong. I feel it like he's mashing like... two movies together, but Gunpowder Milkshake was kind of new lore. Um, mm, okay. So we'll go ahead and say, so David Sims from The Atlantic, he liked it, and he said, it's a clever tale anchored by Jackman doing reliable work as an anti-hero haunted by his sins. So this guy liked it. Um, I pick up what he's dropping. Yeah, and uh, Tasha from Polygon says, as noir mystery, reminiscence is certainly solid with a series of complications and surprising reveals. So, and I, I do agree with those. I mean, like I said, I, I could take or leave, you know, Jackman, but, you know, I, I thought that all in all those aspects were solid about it. Yeah. Um, And then I'll read one more splat. Uh so this guy Peter from eFilm Critic uh, says, while it has a nifty look and a potentially intriguing premise, it ends up squandering both on a tired and convoluted narrative that borrows ideas from any number of properties. And I just I find that to be weirdly like, yeah, I mean, you can connect almost anything to something else at this point because everything to some degree has been done. That's what blows my mind. Like, are these guys being paid off for some reason to be like? Only this movie are we going to be like, they pulled from all these other entities. Yeah. Unlike all the other movies that pulled from all these other entities. It's so strange. That is such a strange thing to complain about. It is. Especially right. considering, like, we haven't seen a, like, a noir movie like this in 10, 15 years yeah. at least. Especially a big budget theater style release. Or a, or yeah, a sci-fi movie on top of it all. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. New experience theater, uh, people. Yeah. Hot take. Yeah. 
Hollywood is being paid <laughs> to kink this movie. They're doing I this mean, for money? It would not surprise me. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. That surprise me. So, yeah, that's basically it. I don't think we'll dig too much more into these reviews, but uh, that, that's a good number of them there to kind of give you an idea of what the critics are thinking and saying and all that fun stuff. So it sounds like, once again, they – which, I mean, the audience score was still pretty low. Do you guys really think, I mean, to have a 40 from audience? I really I don't did, think it was that bad. I don't think it – yeah, I disagree with that score. I could see, like, you know, if they said 60. That's why I, I was guessing, like, like 60s okay. or 70s. 70 okay i get that i don't think this is an 80 or 90 percent kind of movie i i feel like more people need to see this and that number could go and up i significantly. guess you just have to be prepared like you were saying for a serious movie yeah like this isn't a funny movie there's not yeah. funny parts this is a serious drama which normally isn't my kind of movie but there's something about this movie yeah that just drew me in i don't sure yeah it was refreshing again there hasn't been a whole lot of noir mystery movies like this it was very it is classic yeah and yeah it does pull from movies that are of the same genre but it hasn't been done in a while and in this variety in a while so i enjoyed it yeah yeah well cool i guess we all liked it but it sounds like everybody else is pretty hard on it Um, i will i can confirm at least i know one of our listeners, the always mentioned Chris Talent, he did see this and he loved this movie. He liked okay, it a whole lot. Good. He was freaking out and messaging nice. me about I'm it. Glad. So, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I'm really kind of surprised at this turnout from those scores. Yeah, I am so too. Bad, yeah, it's rigged. Yeah, it's pretty. Fuck it's you, pretty rough. Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> So, all right, cool. Well, I guess we're going to button it up. Uh, We will do our send-off songs and also take a look out for next week. We will be doing our review for Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings, right? That's the full name. Oh, yeah. They're made out of tin? That's a terrible metal to use. (laughs) But it doesn't conduct heat very well, so it's good for, you know. Huh. protecting things there you go that's fair so yeah this is the next big marvel movie that's coming up so it'll be our second marvel film ever that we've reviewed so that'll be fun and wild. we'll have mm-hmm. two more coming out for the rest of the year in the next couple months so yeah. they'll be chugging out from here on so and then uh, we're gonna do our send-off songs guys so uh is who, who wants to go first i have mine pulled up i'll go, go all right all right, Matt. So, what's your send-off song? And honestly, right. obviously, we say this every week, but go ahead, check out our send-off song playlist. It's on Spotify. This it's is very season. diverse. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's all over the place. It's wacky and crazy yeah. and fun. So you never know what you're gonna find. Yeah, it's like and a box of check- chocolates or something. Yep, that's right. So, what, what do you got, Matt? All right. So, the song is called "In Between" by Beartooth. Okay. Um, this song I've been listening to for a couple of years. Nice. It's a rock song, and you know, it's just, it's just fun. It's not like scre- It's not like heavy metal screamo. Okay. kind of deal it's just just a fun rock song guys nice nice yeah. very cool <laughs> you sold that great <laughs> thanks i thought i landed yeah, it yeah you did it's just a fun rock song guys <laughs> stop attacking <laughs> <laughs> do not judge me i can feel you judging me all right so chris what do you have we do judge <laughs> wow uh, that's sad i'm sorry matt Right. You feel that you need to defend yourself before you even say anything. <laughs> it's like, it's just a fun rock song, just, guys. Just, just, Give me a break. God. It's fine. It's fine. It's a good song, guys. Sure, it's great. I love you. Um, 
Mine is a uh, song by Scoobert Dubert. <laughs> really? <laughs> Speaking of judgments. Yeah, uh, Judge Dubert. Some are being lobbied. Scoobert Dubert. It's the full name of Scooby Doo. <laughs> oh, is it really? Strong Christian name. Yeah. <laughs> Scoobert Dubert. It's in the Bible. Read it. <laughs> I'm going to look this up later. <laughs> Let me guess. I Love Money. Is that the name yeah. of the song? Yeah. Nice. That's uh, uh, Scuba Dubert's number one song. Yeah, <laughs> is I'm I love money. Sure, they probably don't. Have I actually lot. think I might know this song. It's it's really funny, but it's just indie pop. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, cool. It's so. actually it's very recent. Like, okay. it's does like memes on uh, like GameStop and oh really? Yeah, that kind of stuff. So wow. it's it's recent recent yeah yeah oh not interesting cool nice so scuba dubert and i love money uh and cool so i'm gonna do a song from we were promised jetpacks and the song is called if it happens and this is a very cool in my typical fashion it's kind of got a little bit of an 80s vibe to it (laughs) but it's uh this is almost more like it reminds me of uh Oh my god, now I'm brain farting. It's way too late. One thirty in the morning. I'm not gonna think about it. Oh well. It reminds me of something. Yeah. A band. Ah. Memories. Yes. One does. It's an eighties band. Uh, it's an eighties band that's British, but and this is Britishy. So if you like British like kind of a pop punk eighties rock okay. like, the Ramones. It, no, it's not the Ramones. It's the Smiths. It reminds me of the Smiths. If you know. glove. If, you're, if you know anything about this place. But yeah, it's If It Happens by We Were Promised Jetpacks. So check it out. It's good stuff. But anyways, that's our songs this week, guys. Next week we'll be back for Shang-Chi. It'll probably be like Friday or something. And uh, 